Welcome to the first episode of Unsung Heroes. This is a section of the show where we celebrate people who sacrifice their lives to save other people. And today, my first guest today, she's a student nurse and she goes to my church and her name is Jill. Hi, Jill. Hi. How are you? Good. I'm very glad to be here. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Thank you for joining the show anyways. So I have like seven questions to ask you since you're a nurse. So let's get started. So my first question is, what made you choose this role to be a nurse? Wow, really good question. Um, <laughs> yeah, I actually wanted to be a teacher until I was in, I think I was in either fifth year or leaving for, and I really wanted to be a teacher. And then hmm. I was watching this show about like nursing and midwifery, um, and I was just watching it, and I was like, boom there you have it it was like a light bulb moment I was like wow that's what I need to do with my life and just literally from that moment it was like over the um Christmas holidays I think mm-hmm. yeah in fifth year and I just went back to school and I said to my guidance counselor I was like I'm gonna be a nurse and she's like oh okay <laughs> <laughs> where did you get that idea from yeah but um that was just it and it, I know it was a total god moment god was like mm-hmm. here you go here it is here's your direction go with this and then um, I suppose like it's good because I have always wanted to be in a role where you can kind of care for people, look after people, yeah. and I thought you know, it's a great way to do that. And you can, I wanted to be a second teacher, like you can do so much with teenagers. And, uh, so now it's just similar, like it's, it's now with older people. But <laughs> it's yeah, good. that's good. Okay, next one is ever since the virus has started, do you still have like that same passion that you were talking about from like fifth year to now? Great question. Oh, you're getting uh, me. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> wow. Um, wow, that's such a good question. I would say I still have the same, yes, passion for caring mm-hmm. for people, for being a nurse. Am I tired? 100%. Yes. Mm, yeah. My passion feels a little bit less evidence at times. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. It's very challenging and sometimes... I am not interested. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but I think since the virus started, it's kind of, in some ways, it's grown a little bit because this mm-hmm. is not necessarily the stuff I want to do because nobody wants to do that, but this kind of like go, go, go kind of action kind of stuff. Yeah. I like that. I like my life to be very interesting in that way. Mm-hmm. It's also extremely stressful, yes. And that, do I wish it was over? Yes. But I think my passion has kind of come out in a new way now. Yeah. I like that. I really like that. <laughs> so, what made you decide when this virus started? Like, what made you decide, okay, I'm going to be the person that's going to be in the hospital? Because, like, many people would probably be, like, scared to go to the hospitals and stuff like that. So, my question is, like, what made you say, okay, you know what, I might sacrifice my life to save other people's lives. Because I'll be scared to do that. I'm not going to lie to Another, wow, okay. You can <laughs> Um. So, I suppose, because I'm an intern, I mm-hmm. didn't necessarily get a choice. It oh. was, we were already on internship. Yeah. And uh, that was it. It was like, either you keep going or you don't. And oh. if you stop, that means you would have to repeat, you failure. So there was never, but it was never discussed. It was always just 100%, 100%. That was the decision interns were staying on 
and we didn't get any choice in the matter. But what makes me still go in, even though, you know, because I could very easily just be like, right, well, I'm just going to come back next year, you know, or I, I'm just going to call in sick every few days or, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I think what makes me keep going in is the fact that you just have to. It's the role of a nurse. It's the role of a frontline worker is to do this. You know, this. Yeah. We're, we're maybe doing it in a new way now and for a yeah. new reason now. And, you know, we've never been through a pandemic like this before. But every day we walk into the hospital, we give of ourselves for other people and we wear down our own health for other people, whether it's our mental health because of the stress of the job or our physical health because, you know, a lot of nurses and care systems and frontline like staff like that, you know, the hospitals, they end up with serious back problems from all the heavy lifting of, you know, lifting people. Um, and so I think. I just kept, you just have to keep going because it's, it's who you are. Like when you choose to be a nurse or someone who works in a hospital and someone who works with people, mm-hmm. you're always going to have to give something of yourself. And this is just a new facet of giving of ourselves, if that makes sense. Yeah. Wow, I love that answer. It's so inspiring. <laughs> and my next question as well. I'll skip to another one. Yeah. Great. So the other one is I always see in ads, you know, the hospitals and, you know, the ambulance, everybody's telling everybody to stay at home. But, like, as a nurse, could you, like, provide me, like, your insight over the hospital? Okay, yeah. The, in what way? In... Just in, like, general. Like, when you come in, yeah. like, what's it like? Oh, oh, that's so interesting. Wow. Come <laughs> on. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, so, I suppose the first thing when I go in is I'm just like, wow, here I go again. All right, <laughs> for another day. And um, we usually, in the morning, we have like a handover and a safety, what we call a safety pause. And that's uh, where the night staff tell the day staff basically what happens overnight and that gives us a lot of really important information for the day and they might tell us if a patient has died overnight they might tell us if um we got a new admission or someone was sick or something like that like more sick than usual um and so they kind of give us all of that information in the morning and i suppose when i first started those kind of meetings i was like trying to take in so much information yeah Whereas now, because I'm in my fourth month of internship, it's like, okay, guys, we know, like, you know, kind of like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm up to speed, you know, that kind of way. Um, and so we get that, and I always have a look at the board and I see how many patients do I have in my section, mm-hmm. and then I get an idea of what the day is going to go like. And usually the day goes nothing like what I think it's going to go like. Yeah. It's a lot busier, or, you know, someone needs the doctor to come see them immediately, or someone mm-hmm. like, someone's, um, desaturating which means like they don't have enough oxygen in their blood oh, something like wow. that will happen or someone will need that we right now we have a, someone with a chest training oh. and stuff like that so it's kind of like everything's very big and exciting and and all of that is not even covid related that's yeah. just normal normal work um, and now with the covid situation now when i'm in work i'm constantly kind of wondering i'm like if a patient coughs i'm like okay is that a normal cough? <laughs> Do yeah. you have yeah, hay fever? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> <Is it> COVID? <laughs> <Virus>. <laughs> so, 
Yeah, so it's kind of crazy and it's happened a few times where we've had patients, we've been caring for them all day and then maybe come lunchtime, they're like, oh, that patient has to go up to the COVID ward and you're like, oh, oh I care for them all day, no mask, no gloves, no gown, it was just so me and the patient and the other members of staff and you're telling me they could have COVID now, like, stuff like that you know is kind of what the hospital is like at the moment you still have all your normal patients and all your regular you know illnesses and then you have the added stress and pressure of covid and the kind of it's almost sometimes like um you've seen a horror movie when they know like yeah, something is yeah. going to get them it's kind of like that you're kind of watching watching your back kind of like do you have covid do you have covid you're a lot more yeah. suspicious of things yeah your answer honestly my question is do you like get scared at all like are you not scared when you enter a place where mm. you're highly to get the virus if you want it, I mean or highly to get sick in fact yeah it's a very good question um how am i scared it's a very good question i don't think i'm scared mm-hmm. i think i'm very wary okay I think I'm cautious um you know i wash my hands a lot anyway every nurse does every, everyone who works in the hospital should be washing their hands yeah a lot but and now I'm washing my hands even more because I'm just I'm just more cautious now more aware of you know oh I just touched the curtain I better wash my hands I just touched this I better wash my hands yeah um, and so yeah I'm definitely more aware of my surroundings aware of my patients but I think it's it's good that I've become more aware because yeah you know now they have like a slight a slight like um spike in their temperature and I'm like okay get the get the doctor <laughs> <I'm> like <laughs> let's, let's be careful with this one <laughs> whereas normally I'm like oh it's probably just the radiator like it will come down I'll check it again in half an hour now I'm like nope <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I don't think I'm scared for my own health it is yeah. kind of I'm worried about what I could bring home I'm worried about when I go shopping yeah. and I bring out in the community. Um, but I'm definitely not scared because I know the story of Meshach, Shadrach, and Abednego in the Bible. Yeah. Yeah. And they're put in the furnace. And, and I just know that every time I walk into the hospital, I'm walking into the furnace. And every time I walk into the hospital, God walks in. Wow. And so, yeah, so it's. it's I'm just cautious, but I'm not scared because I know God is there. I know that uh, there's like a song, like when you walk into the room, everything changes, and it's about God. And it's the same that wherever we go, God goes with us. So when I walk into the room, when I walk into the hospital, everything changes because God walks with me, and I'm not changing anything, but God is with me, and He's changing everything. I love that answer. I love that so much. Okay, just the second last question. So, (laughs) by you sacrificing your life to um, save people, which is really honorable and inspiring, what advice do you give like people like me that are staying at home with the virus? How like maybe to be cautious besides that and stuff like that? Yeah, you know, I think. I like what you said, you know, the way we're sacrificing our lives. Mm-hmm. It's, the thing is, everybody is. You know, for me, it's very literally, yeah. you know, and for other nurses, for other yeah. frontline workers. Well, everybody is, is sacrificing 
their work life, they're sacrificing yeah. their family life, they're sacrificing their friends. You know, they're sacrif- we're all sacrificing life at the moment because we don't get to live life the way we usually do. Um, and that's honestly, people who choose to stay at home and choose to follow the guidelines, I find them very honorable people because they're looking at the situation and saying, I might not work in the hospital. I might not be a doctor. I might not even work at Tesco. I might not be, oh, just shout out to the bin men. Wow, without them, yeah, we'd be in out, trouble. Out. <laughs> you know, might not be a bin man. <laughs> but if you choose to stay at home, you are saving lives. You are protecting people. You are protecting yourself. It's a very honourable thing to do to follow government guidelines because without that, this won't stop. This will keep going. And so it's very important. And if you're struggling with the idea of staying at home, please think of it this way. You are saving lives when you stay home. You're saving lives when you don't go shopping just because you want milk or, you know, like the other day mom was like, will I go get some crisps? I was like, we can't still go buy crisps. As much as I would love a pack of crisps, we can't go and just buy crisps. Um, but it's like that we all have to sacrifice things, but it's so important that we do. It's so, so important that we stay at home we wash our hands even if you're just at home and you're just doing something maybe went out in the garden for a little while come back in just wash your hands it doesn't need to be you know every 15 minutes it's only yeah. when it's your hands are dirty but just be a bit more responsible about when you wash your hands and be more responsible about who you're around if you have elderly neighbors mm-hmm. be more responsible in what you do if you have someone older living at home with you be more responsible than what you do and just follow the guidelines because as hard as it is to do they're not stupid you know <laughs> they might feel stupid but they are well thought out guidelines they are well thought out and they're important <laughs> so that's my advice to people who are at home yeah thank you for spreading awareness to that um, yeah, our last know. question of the day do you ever see this virus coming to an end oh yes oh absolutely 100 percent okay there's never been a time in history where there's been something like this that it hasn't ended you know the flood ended the plague ended um everything ends you know there might be still you know little pockets of it here and there yeah but this pandemic that we're in right now will end these the lockdown we're in the limitations that are on us they will end they will be lifted and life won't go back to normal, but life will go back to better than normal because I believe throughout this pandemic, we are realizing the fertility of so much of what we do. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And um, the futility, that's not a word, but the futility <laughs> of so much that we do is, it's a lot of what we do is just a, a concept, a concept that someone dreamt up a hundred years ago some old white guy said how can we abuse people here we go and that's how a lot of what we have now that's and i think now we're realizing you know a lot like consumerism isn't as important and shouldn't have have such a hold on us as it does Mm -hmm. and i hope that when this is over that will change and i hope that when this is over people will realize the pleasure and joy of meeting together and will, you know, respect their friends more and 
cherish moments with their friends more. And so I, I totally believe this will end and I pray it will end soon, but I pray that it doesn't end until the change in our hearts that needs to happen yeah. happens, yeah. you know? Because I believe God is doing something in this moment. I believe God is changing something in this moment. And um, when this is over, life will be a lot different, but I genuinely believe a lot better. I said it's going to be the last question, but like, I have like one more question. Go ahead. (laughs) Okay. So like us quarantine right now, like so far, like what is the teaching you so far? Oh, yeah, okay. What have I learned so far? Hmm. Good, 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 good question. Thank you. <laughs> yes. <laughs> wow. Sure, now I'm talking about how much we're learning in the season. I can't think of something. <laughs> Damn! I think, I think what I am learning is... Hmm, whoa. I think something I'm learning about myself. Mm-hmm. I love to think like, oh, I'm so independent, I don't need anybody, yeah. me and Jesus, that's all I need, you know, <laughs> learning about myself, <laughs> but that's not true. Um, <laughs> yes, Jesus is the most important person in my life, but most of like, aspects of my life is my Christianity, mm-hmm. um, but I do see people, I am not enjoying not seeing my friends and I'm enjoying not seeing my family or my boyfriend I want to be around my people <laughs> um, and so I think before this I was all like oh I can be independent yeah sure I'll hang out whenever whatever yeah. whereas now I'm gonna I think I'm gonna be like oh if you literally have five minutes for coffee I will cherish those five minutes <laughs> yeah 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 <laughs> um, and then I think about the world I'm just learning that people you know, people are just ridiculous. I think I'm just really learning that. People are ridiculous and scare easily. And people just need love in this season. I think, yeah, that's something I'm finding a little bit hard. I want to be like, you know, if you stand within two meters of me for three seconds as you walk past me, I'm not going to kill you. <laughs> you know? For <laughs> I'm just like trying to be like, it's okay, please pass by me. Don't worry, you're alright. I will have patience for you. Um, so yes, I'm learning that the world needs patience. Yeah. Oh, I love that. Well, Joe, thank you so much for coming. I really, really appreciate it. Well, thank you for having me. Honestly, I really hope you stay safe out here. Well, you know what I mean? You. Don't catch the virus, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> and um, hopefully we meet again, hopefully in church, when the church opens. Yeah. And Absolutely. to all the viewers and listeners out there, we want to say thank you for listening and tune in to the next episode on Unsung Heroes. See you.